stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Uh, the result uh, of the ballot uh, held this evening is that the Parliamentary Party does have confidence. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. And it happened just uh, a short while ago. It's well, it's late into the evening uh, in the UK, but some political drama unfolding in the UK this evening. Uh, as the Conservative Party holding a vote of non-confidence in leader and Prime Minister Theresa May, as you heard, uh, she survived that vote. Uh, but to what end? There was a push from within the party from some Brexit hardliners uh, to ouster. That they are unhappy with her version of the Brexit plan, the so-called soft Brexit. Uh, and of course, uh, the prime minister just recently postponed a crucial vote on that plan. The thinking is that she can go back to Brussels and maybe get some changes in that deal. But uh, it would appear as though maybe the EU has a lot of leverage at this point. So the Conservative Party really being torn over this. Those who want a hard Brexit, those who support Theresa May's plan, and even those within the party uh, who are now on the Remain side, maybe believe that the Brexit shouldn't happen. So it's still unclear where everything goes from here. But this was uh, potentially significant, and I suppose it was significant either way. Uh, joining us uh, for some thoughts on uh, what it all means and where the UK goes from here. Very pleased to welcome the program. Uh, Mel Kapp is a professor in the uh, undergraduate program, a pol- public policy coordinator among School of Global Affairs and Public Policy, teaches in the master's program, and in fact uh, previously served as High Commissioner for Canada to the United Kingdom. Professor, great to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. Thank you for welcoming me. Pleasure to be here. Um, your thought, I mean, was were you surprised at all by, by the results of this vote? No, not at all. Uh, she got 200 votes in favor, but she got 117 votes against. Now, remember, these are not Labour MPs. These are Tory MPs. These are MPs in her own party who voted against her. So, you know, she may think that she has won, but she is very much a hobbled leader. Uh, so, you know, she isn't a lame duck, but uh, she's limping and she's using crutches. Yeah, what appears, though. So how much of a victory, then, in, in that context is this? Well, not much. I mean, she, she lives to fight another day. Tomorrow she goes to Brussels for a meeting of leaders. So she is still the leader, and she gets to go. Uh, she will make her presentation there and then be asked to leave. And the European 27 leaders will uh, then have a conversation about what they do with her. Uh, she doesn't actually come to that meeting with a very strong uh, bargaining position because she's just been proven to not have the confidence of her own party. Yes, she had more than 50% of the MPs. She had almost two-thirds. But the fact is that she is guaranteed not to be able to get the negotiated deal through Parliament. She'll lose that vote for sure. And then what? Good question. Um, Would you like to be prime minister? Certainly not. Uh, (laughs) Certainly not. So what next is that uh, March 29th, there will be uh, Britain exiting the European Union. That is uh, what the timeline of Article 50 requires. Now, on Monday, there was a decision of the European Court of Justice, which Britons love to hate, uh, that allows them the flexibility of extending 
the March 29th deadline. Now, for those people who want a better deal or want a deal that uh, would be less um, restrictive or less uh, much uh, that much of a leave, uh, they would like to see the, the deadline of March 29th extended. Uh, but frankly, there are those like Jacob Rieslog, who the European uh, Reform Group, who would like to see uh, Britain crash out of the union. So March 29th is uh, in their favor. So uh, I think any leader is going to have to seek an extension of that deadline. They're going to have to have the Withdrawal Act that Theresa May has introduced voted on in Parliament. Uh, at the moment, she will not win that vote. Uh, she will have to come back with at least a side deal, something that is a letter of undertaking from the European countries that they will deal with the Irish border question in a way that is satisfactory. As you say, though, it doesn't appear as though May has as much leverage at this point. So what are the prospects of, of winning any of those concessions? I cannot imagine. Um, I'd be shocked if she wins much. She's in a weak negotiating position. But what she has to worry about are two or three different things. She has to keep the Europeans on side. She has to keep the Tories on side. And she has to win the support of the House. And she has to keep the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland united. And frankly, the way this is set up, they can draw a border with Europe at the six counties of Northern Ireland and the Republic, but then that undoes the Good Friday Agreement of 1998. Or you can draw a border down the Irish Sea, which basically tells the people of Northern Ireland, and in particular the Unionists of Northern Ireland, we're abandoning you, go live with the Republic of Ireland. And the Unionists, the D Democratic Unionist Party, is the party that is, up, is holding up, keeping her afloat uh, in a minority government situation. So she is, you talk about a rock in a hard place, this is worse than that. So is it still possible at this point that Brexit will not happen? So there are possibilities of uh, extending and then having a second referendum. Uh, the problem I see there is that nobody, none of the political leaders, are actually going to uh, campaign for Remain. Uh, Theresa May may have been a Remainer back in... Uh, uh, 2016, but uh, she is now the leader of the party that wants to go out of, take Britain out of the European Union. So she's not going to do it. Uh, Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the Labour Party, is uh, very much a uh, get us out of uh, Europe at almost any cost. Um, and there's nobody who's going to come along, and the, the Liberal Democrats are not in that position to be very powerful at all, so nobody's going to come along and lead the, the Remain campaign that would keep Britain in uh, the European Union. So a second reference possible, unlikely that it would be uh, successful, except the public, the polling shows, the public now thinks about 56% uh, uh, of the public thinks that Britain should remain or the United Kingdom should remain in uh, the European Union. So it's conceivable that would happen, but I can't see who the leaders of that would actually be. What about the likelihood of, of another election? <laughs> well, that is becoming more and more likely. If those 
117 uh, Tory MPs were to vote against the government. Uh, all of the Labour MPs voted against the government, and the uh, DUP voted against the government, then it would be very possible that the government would fall. Uh, so whether Theresa May wants another election or not, it may be that she has to have another election because the government loses the confidence of the House. Uh, that is not guaranteed by any means. There are many uh, Labour MPs who want to avoid going back to the people. But remember, Theresa May, she's announced that she's not going to lead the party in 2022 uh, in the next election. And so she's in a very difficult position, and it's not clear who would lead the party in the next election. Yeah, it is quite a mess. It'll be interesting to see where things go from here. Um, lots of twists and turns. Professor Cap, thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate this. Pleasure. All right, take Bye. care. Uh, that is Mel Cap uh, with the Monk School of Global Affairs and Public Policy, former High Commissioner for Canada uh, to the UK. His thoughts on what transpired today and where things might go from here. It is quite a mess either way. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.